Good morning. Today is Tuesday, January the 30th, and we're studying the Bible study guide for the first quarter of 2024. The Bible study guide for this quarter is called Psalms. Today we're studying lesson number five, and the reading for today is called, Where is God? Let us pray. Our loving Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you once again for the blessings you give us every day. And this morning, as we're about to study this Bible study guide, we ask you to send us your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. We begin the reading for today with a question. And the question is, what causes great pain to the psalmist? What causes great pain to the psalmist? And we have several verses to read. Psalm 42, 1 through 3, Psalm 63, 1, Psalm 69, 1 through 3, and Psalm 102, 1 through 7. And so the question, once again, what causes great pain to the psalmist? So let's read Psalm 42, 1 through 3. As a deer pants for the flowing streams, so my soul, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When I come and appear, when shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my food day and night, while they say to me all the day long, Where is your God? Psalm 63.1, O God, you are my God. I earnestly seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you as in a dry and weary land where there is no water. Psalm 69.1-3, Save me, O God, for the waters have come up to my neck. I sink in deep mire where there is no foothold. I have come into deep waters and the flood sweeps over me. I am weary with my crying out. My throat is parched. My eyes grow dim while waiting for my God. And Psalm 102, 1-7, Hear my prayer, O Lord. Let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day of my distress. Incline your ear to me. Answer me speedily in the day when I call. For my days pass away like smoke, and my bones burn like a furnace. My heart is struck down like grass and has withered. I forget to eat my bread. Because of my loud groaning, my bones cling to my flesh. I am like a desert owl in the wilderness, like an owl of the waste places. I lie awake. I am like a lonely sparrow on the housetop. And so what causes great pain to the psalmist? Where are you, God? Where are you? Where can you be found? Where is it that you are? Not only does personal and communal suffering trouble the psalmist, but also, if not more, God's seeming lack of attention to his servant's hardships. God's absence is felt like intense thirst in a dry land and mortal anguish. The psalmist feels removed from God and compares himself to lonely birds. I am like a pelican in the wilderness. I am like an owl in the de of the desert. I lie awake. I am like a sparrow alone on the housetop. The mention of wilderness highlights the sense of isolation from God. A bird, alone on a housetop, is outside of its nest, its resting place. The psalmist cries to God out of the depths as if being engulfed by many waters and sinking into a deep mire. These images depict an oppressive situation from which there is no escape except by divine intervention. And now we have another question in our reading, and the question is this. How does the psalmist respond to God's apparent absence? And so we got Psalm 10, 12, Psalm 22, 1, Psalm 27, 9, and Psalm 39, 12. How does the psalmist respond to God's apparent absence? So first, Psalm 
10.12 Arise, O Lord, O God, lift up your hand, forget not the afflicted. 22.1 My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from me? From the words of my groaning. Psalm 27, 9. Hide not your face from me. Turn not your servant away in anger. O you who have been my help, cast me not off. Forsake me not, O God of my salvation. In Psalm 39, 12. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and give ear to my cry. Hold not your peace at my tears, for I am a sojourner with you, a guest like all my father's so how does the psalmist respond to God's apparent absence? He is calling for him. He is asking God to please be with him. Hear my prayer, God. And so there's a, a calling out, a prayer to God asking for him. It is remarkable that the psalmist resolved not to keep silent in the face of God's silence. The psalmist unswervingly believed in prayer because prayer is directed to the living and gracious God. God is still there even when he is apparently absent. He is still the same God who heard them in the past and so they are confident that he hears them now. The occasions of God's silence cause the psalmist to examine themselves and seek God but with confession and humble petitions. They know that God will not remain silent forever. The Psalms demonstrate that communication with God must go on, regardless of life's circumstances. And finally, we end today's reading with a few questions. First, what can we learn from the psalmist's response to God's apparent absence? How do you respond to times when God seems silent? What sustains your faith? And so what can we learn of the psalmist's response to God's apparent absence? We need to not give up. We need to keep calling out to God. We need to keep praying, keep reaching out to Him, keep calling out to Him. And so how do we respond when God seems silent? Is that what we do? Do we reach out to Him? Do we continue to pray? Do we continue to ask? Do we continue to uh, con uh, continue asking, not giving up? Or do we give up? Or do we say, ah, God's not listening to me. He seems to be gone. What do we do? Hopefully we continue to pray. We continue to ask God for his help. What sustains your faith? Well, you know, the past. The past sustains my faith. So when I hear God and he doesn't answer and he doesn't respond and he seems silent, I look back in the past and think about the wonderful and amazing and miraculous answers to prayer that he has given me. And I know that he exists. And I know that he can hear me. And maybe it's not time for him to respond. But I'm going to keep asking. God, Father, please give me clarity. Show me your way. Show me your path. Show me what you want. Guide me. Please save me from this circumstance. Please help me out in this situation. Please do what you need to do. And I need to do that. And that is what sustains me. Sustains my faith. Remembering what God has done for me in the past. Let us pray. Our loving Heavenly Father, 
Lord, we ask you to help us to remember what you've done for us. Help us to remember what you've done for us in the past. Help us to remember what you've done for your people in the past, for others in the past. Help us to remember that you are there. Even though you may be silent, even though you may be quiet, you are there. We ask you to please be with us the rest of this day. Protect us from any harm. Keep us close to you. We ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for being with us this morning. I encourage you to join us again tomorrow morning. We continue to study this Bible study guide. It's called Psalms. So thank you and God bless you.